In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Join me, Dr. Karen Kambule, as we pursue the Word, the Lord Jesus, searching scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast. Download and share with your friends and your family. Stay blessed. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Wet Anchor Podcast. In the last episode, we spoke about the issue of ancestral worship or trying to access the things of God or the things of the Spirit through ancestors. And the title of that episode was that Jesus is the only way to the Father. As human beings, we go through issues in life. Some of the issues we get so overwhelmed that we seek answers, solutions, we seek help from another being, a higher being. We seek help because perhaps we have exhausted all that we could in the physical realm, all that we could with our own power, perhaps our own wisdom, even our plans have probably failed. It is at that point where others will seek to speak to spirits that are not living, perhaps they are long departed father or mother or grandmother or grandparent because they seek help because they need a solution because they need answers that cannot be obtained in the in the physical realm now the bible is very clear about speaking to the dead is very clear about consulting mediums it is very clear about those things it is an abomination to god because god is the only one that should be worshiped and whatever it is that we need God is the source. So when you go to any other spirit being that is not God or that is not of God, then you are disobeying God. You are going contrary to the word of God. However, then other people will say, then what am I supposed to do? Because my solution is not going to come from the physical realm or it's not going to come from another human being. I need a source that is higher than I. Perhaps you are being afflicted by evil spirits and you're thinking, I need help. Where can I get this help? It is at that point where others will then go to other human beings and ask them to speak perhaps to spirit beings being perhaps their parents or their relatives that are long gone. And that is something that the Lord God says, do not do. What then are you supposed to do? In this case, you definitely say you need help. Perhaps you want answers. Perhaps you are stuck in a situation and nobody else is prepared to give you an answer. Now the question is, who do you go to? In African countries, there is the African religion where people believe in talking to the dead. Uh, people believe that the dead have access to God. So there are those that mix religions as we spoke about in the last episode. However, the good thing about being a Christian and a believer, a true believer in Christ, a true believer in God, is that you have access to God that created the heavens and the earth. You have access to God who is spirit, but who is a higher being than all other spirits that operate in the spiritual realm. So people think that their relatives or their ancestors, because they are now spirit, they are in a better place to speak to God on their behalf, or they are in because they are spirits, it means then they can do other things for them or they can cause things to happen. Perhaps they can release blessings for them. 
perhaps they can give solutions to them. People are needing a solution, a divine solution, a spiritual solution to the challenges that they're facing in the physical realm. Now, what is it that a person is supposed to do? If we say God says do not talk to the ancestors because they are dead, they cannot do anything for you at that stage, in that state, what is it that you ought to do? Can you talk to God yourself? One of the biggest challenges about being a believer is that when you have prayed and you feel that perhaps maybe my prayers are not being answered, maybe I'm not powerful enough, maybe God does not hear me, or maybe I don't have access to God, or maybe I don't have a right to speak to God. It is then that you begin to seek a solution from someone else. Maybe you have prayed countless times and you have not received the answer. Then you'll decide that maybe I need to speak to ancestors. Perhaps they'll give me a solution to this issue. However, the Bible talks of many times where God requires us to pray to him. Because you see, God is the source. God should be your only source. It is God that should direct you where to go. But on the matters of the dead and ancestral spirits, God is very clear on that. You have no other God except him. That is if you believe in the God of the Bible. Now, the Bible tells us of a story in the book of Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1 to 6, as we speak on the title that says, Accessing God. It says, In those days Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Go and tell Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. Praise the Lord. Now this is a man that was in trouble. This was a man that faced death, and this death was already confirmed by the servant of the Lord. He had been told, you are going to die. Today, someone will run to the grave and go there and appease ancestors and speak to them. Someone will run to a witch doctor, to a traditional healer, to a spiritist, to a spiritist, to a medium, to a sorcerer and seek for help because one wants to live. One will try and go even to false prophets so that they can get a solution, so that they can perhaps get someone to speak to God on their behalf. Kings of Israel, kings of Judah, they were having a responsibility of leading the nation. But then God had put prophets alongside the kings so that the kings would lead the nation and the prophets will be the ones that speak to God on the behalf of the people. And then, of course, there will be the priests in the temple that will do the daily sacrifices and pray to God on behalf of the people. So there was always someone in between the people and God. There was always someone who is a mediator between the people and God, someone who spoke to God on the behalf of the people. Now here was Ezekiah, the king, being told by Isaiah, a servant of God, a true prophet of God, who came and told him what God said. God said, you are going to die, Hezekiah. You are not going to live. 
Hezekiah still wanted to leave. Hezekiah wanted an opportunity to present his case before God. He was sick. The Bible says he had boils. So he was sick even unto death. It was something that was going to kill him. He needed a solution. People go to appease ancestors because they need solutions. People go to false prophets because they need solutions. People go to mediums because they need help. They need help from a higher power, from a higher being, from, from the spiritual realm, because they don't think that they can have access to that realm of the spirit. This is a king that was desperate for living. What he did was to go to his house and go face the wall and pray to God. Praise the Lord. He did not need a medium. The medium was there. Prophet Isaiah could have prayed for King Hezekiah, but he didn't. Sometimes you'll actually depend on people that would not have your best interest at heart. And I'm not saying Isaiah didn't, but here is the truth of the matter. Isaiah did not pray to God to save Hezekiah from this sickness. Isaiah just came and conveyed the message, you are going to die and that's it. He did not say, let us pray. Perhaps God will give you many more years. Perhaps God will change his mind about this matter. Or maybe God will come to your rescue and heal you from this disease. Isaiah was able to pray, but he didn't. Hezekiah could have gone to another prophet. Hezekiah could have gone to a medium. Hezekiah could have gone to a spiritist to ask, can you pray and ask or whatever that you can do so that I can get a solution to this sickness so that I do not die. He needed a solution. He needed help. And instead of seeking help from another human being, this king was a wise king. He went and prayed directly to the father. He asked the father, remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. He did not even say a lot of things of kill me, save me, do not let me die. I am young. I still need to live. I still need to lead these people and all sorts of things. He just asked the Lord to remember him and wept bitterly before the father. Child of God, there are prayers that are going to have to come with tears before the father. There are times when you're not going to have anybody else to pray for you and with you. There are times where you've got to look to God and him only. There are times where you've got to storm heaven's doors and ask for God to help you. Moses, the servant of God, in the book of Exodus chapter 32, when Israel had sinned against God and God was very angry with his own people and God told Moses that he was going to kill everyone and take Moses into the promised land and make him into a great person and a great people. Moses, he knew the mission of God concerning him and the people of Israel. He knew that the mission of God was not for Moses to go, only him and his family to the promised land. He knew that he was called to lead all the people, the whole congregation of Israel. Now here was God saying to Moses, I'm going to kill all of these people and you only would go into the promised land. Moses went back to the father and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak and say he brought them out to harm them, to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn your fierce wrath and relent from this harm. 
to your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you saw by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and all this land that I have spoken of, I give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the harm which he had said he would do to his people. Exodus chapter 32 verse 11 to 14. So here was Moses. Instead of him rejoicing that he was going to go and inherit the whole land that God had promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's descendants, all of them, Moses decided that, no God, you can't do this to your own people. You cannot change from the covenant, from the promise you made to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. You cannot kill all of these people. What will the nation say about you? And the Bible says God relented. We need a people like Moses, people that when they hear the message of God concerning us, even if it is coming from the Father himself, if it is something that is harmful to us, we need people like Moses who are going to intercede and plead the Father on our behalf. Moses did the right thing and God relented and saved the people. And he led the people of Israel to the promised land. Of course, Joshua took over and led them into the land. Now, Isaiah failed to do what Moses did. Isaiah failed to intercede for Hezekiah and just conveyed the message, a very negative message, a very hurting message. Some prophets today will actually go onto social media platforms and speak about God giving them a message that so-and-so is going to die or this celebrity or that celebrity is going to die or this president or this great man is going to die. And the people that listen to that prophecy wait in anticipation to see the thing that the prophet has spoken about coming to pass. So instead of praying and saying that I saw a great man in that country who holds this powerful position dying, but I have prayed to God the Father that they be saved. Instead of praying for that person to be saved, such prophets will wait for the fulfillment of that and they will start playing the videos. See, I spoke about this. See, I saw this thing in the realm of the spirit and God revealed this to me. So I am a, a big prophet of today. I am one that speaks the oracles of God. I am the mouthpiece of God. They do these things forgetting to learn the lesson from Moses, who when God said, I'm going to kill these people, Moses said, you can't do that, Father. Isaiah failed to pray for Hezekiah. What is it that you are going to do if you're in Hezekiah's shoes? Were you going to start writing up your will and say, okay, let me put my house in order because God has spoken through his servant. But no, no, no. Hezekiah did something else. Hezekiah went to the father straight. He was a king. His job was to lead the people. The prophet's job was to pray and hear the word of God and speak to the king and to the people. There was a priest that was supposed to go into the Holy of Holies and do sacrifice. Hezekiah went to the father and prayed directly. He went and presented his case before the father. And God answered the prayer of Hezekiah through the very same prophet. Uh, praise the Lord. Isaiah had not gone far when he had to turn. Imagine he had just prophesied. He had just spoken a word that says, you are going to die. He had to come back and swallow his own words and say, no, no, no. Hezekiah, the Lord has changed his mind. You are not going to die you are going to leave. He had to go back and tell Hezekiah, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, 
I have heard your prayer, not the prayer of Isaiah, but the prayer of Hezekiah. I have seen your tears, not the tears of Isaiah the prophet, but the tears of Hezekiah the king. Surely I would add to your days 15 years. Praise the name of the living God. God added 15 years to the life of Hezekiah simply because Hezekiah went to God the Father. Hezekiah did not run after Isaiah to say, perhaps go and plead for me, like Saul did when um, Samuel told him that God had taken away the kingdom from him, that God was displeased. And King Saul said to Samuel, come with me so that I can go and pray to the Lord. But this king decided that with or without a prophet, a true prophet of God, he was going to go and access the Father through prayer. And God answered the prayer of this king. What is it that you think the Lord God cannot hear from you today? What is it that is troubling you so much that you would rather go and disobey God, going to a medium and a spiritist, that you'll go and raise up the dead, wanting to talk to them, even though the Bible tells you that their remembrance is no more, that they are sleeping? What is it that you think that God cannot hear from you? You are alive and living, and you want to speak to God through the dead. You are alive and living and you would not go and pray to God because you are waiting for another servant of God to pray for you. Some servants of God are like Isaiah. They are not like Moses. Some servants of God will want to see the fulfillment of whatever it is that they say God told them, even if it's to your harm, because they want to prove themselves as true prophets of God, as big prophets of God. Some of the prophets don't have your best interest at heart. They want to be known as those that spoke this thing and it happened. Why would you rejoice in seeing somebody dying or dead instead of praying for God to save this person? Hezekiah decided to go to the father because he believed that he had access to God the father. Even though there was a prophet, even though there was a priest, Hezekiah was still a child of God. Hezekiah was also a son of Abraham. Hezekiah was still a son of Jacob, of Israel. He believed in the God of Abraham and he went and prayed to that very God. He didn't ask Abraham to help him. He prayed to God, the God that was served by Abraham. He prayed to the God of his ancestor Abraham, but he didn't ask Abraham to help him. He did not ask the dead Abraham nor did he ask the living Isaiah to pray to God. He went to God himself directly. Why would you look down on yourself, child of God? When God says pray, in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, it says ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. It does not say go and ask the one that is departed who loved you the most. Perhaps they will hear you because they loved you when they were living. They are dead. They are sleeping. They are not hearing you. Even if you get an answer, it's not from them. Because in the spiritual realm, there are spirits that are operating there that will want to show the face of your loved one so that you believe that we are speaking to your loved one or your loved one is speaking to you in a dream or in whatever vision. There are certain things that are happening in the spiritual realm that are not of God. There are many fallen angels in the realm of the spirit that are doing things in the realm of the physical on this earth and you will believe because you see it in a vision and you think that this is the correct thing there is only one way to the father it is through jesus 
and he said, ask, and it will be given to you. Hezekiah lived before the time of Jesus, but he still asked the father, and the father gave him. What is it that you think that the father cannot give you when you pray, such that you would not pray, instead you'll go and look for somebody else to pray for you? It is a good thing to go to somebody to pray with you, but you don't go there because you think God does not hear your prayers. But you go there because there is something that God has put in that person. There is a grace. There is a ministry. There is an anointing in that person. But it doesn't mean that you cannot access God the Father. Hezekiah accessed God in that one time. But God still called Isaiah to come back and speak to Hezekiah to give him the message. Hezekiah prayed and did not hear the answer. The answer was heard by the prophet whose ears were attentive to the sayings of God by virtue of his office of being a prophet. But you are a child of God. The Bible tells us in the book of Joel chapter 2, it says that God said in the last days he will pour out his spirit on all flesh. He said the sons and the daughters, your sons and your daughters will prophesy dream dreams and see visions. So the spirit of God is here and we are able to dream dreams and see visions and prophesy by virtue of the spirit of God being poured out unto all flesh. In the Old Testament, the prophet was the one that was hearing from God, but God was hearing the prayers of Hezekiah. So you praying to God and God will speak to the prophet. But now God is speaking to us by virtue of the Spirit of God being poured out unto all of us. Yes, there is the office of the prophet. There is the office of the apostle. There is the office of the pastor who will pray for you and plead for you. There is the evangelist that will speak about God. There is the teacher that will teach you about God. There is the pastor, but there is a child of God who is a citizen of the kingdom of heaven who has access to the Father by virtue of being a child of God. Do not look down on yourself. Do not think God cannot answer you. Do not think God cannot hear your prayers. In fact, you have more tears for your own issues than the prophet will cry for you. You have more tears for your own issue than the apostle will cry for you. The pastor can cry for you, but there will be more tears coming from yourself. Because you are the one experiencing the pain. We cannot have lazy Christians that want other people to do things for them. Lazy Christians that think that God cannot hear their prayers. Lazy Christians that will say, you must fast and pray for me whilst they sit and eat their food and be merry, waiting for God to answer the prayer of the servant of God. And they are busy living life, expecting somebody else to pray for them. In Mark chapter 11 verse 24, it is written, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, when you pray, not when Isaiah prays, not when Moses prays, not when the apostle prays, not when the pastor prays, but when you pray. So you must pray for yourself. You must pray for other people as well. It says when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Pray, believe, and you will receive. That is all the word of God is telling us. Now, when you fail to pray for yourself and you are depending on other people, other people will be like Moses. They will go and plead to God on your behalf. But other people will be like Isaiah. They will come and tell you you are going to die and they will go away. 
They will not ask God to change that situation. They will not intercede for you. I love the work of prophet Isaiah. He's one of those best prophets, not best. Perhaps maybe I'm putting him there. But in this matter, he failed to pray for King Hezekiah. He was just as human as I am. I may say to you, I'm going to pray for you. And I go home and I find issues that need my attention and I forget about you. But you see, if it is your issue, it will burn within you and you will go to the Father and you will cry to the Father and he will hear your prayers. We, God is not a respecter of persons. We go to the Father. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 18 says, For through him, through him, Jesus, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Through Jesus, we have access by one spirit to the Father. So the Holy Spirit gives us access to the Father through Jesus Christ. That is why he says, pray thus. That is why the apostles did so many miracle signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Through him, through Jesus, by one spirit, we go to the Father. Because Jesus Christ, when he was on this earth, he needed the same Holy Spirit that is upon us as believers. What is it that you need the Father to do for you, child of God? Go to him. Ask him. You have access to the Father by one spirit through Christ Jesus. Ask, you shall receive. Knock, it shall be opened for you. Whatever things you ask when you pray, this is the word of God. Don't be a lazy child of God. Don't be a lazy Christian. Pray for yourself. Join others as well. Let not people just pray for you and you don't pray for yourself. One day you'll meet up with an enemy and there won't be anyone to pick up your calls. You'll seek somebody to pray for you and they will not be there. Not because people are evil, but certain things will need your attention and yours only. Be like Hezekiah. Go to the Father, child of God. He is always ready to hear your prayers. His ears are attentive to your prayers. The Bible says our prayers come to him as a sweet-smelling aroma. He's waiting for that aroma that comes from you. Pray, child of God. The Lord will hear you. Shalom. Thank you for listening to the Word Anchor Podcast. To get copies of my books, The Bride of Jesus, Dear Girl Child, Confessions of a Parent, Victorious Youth, and From the Pit to the Palace, go to Amazon.com. You can buy a hard copy or a Kindle edition. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.